is Primetime Sports, WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 game. the game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees, where four guys get together and just have a good time talking sports. That would be John Dinkins, myself, Brian Barrett, Clark Blair, and Rod Edwards, and uh, we're all in different areas, but um, we are ready to talk some sports today like we do every Thursday. And gentlemen, um, I think we are going to update ourselves a little bit on this baseball thing, and uh, we will also talk a little high school football. We've got pigskin picks uh, coming as well, and um, we may even get uh, the Titans in. You know, they actually played and actually won a game. That's pretty exciting, Rod. Can you believe that, Brian? That they won? I I can't believe that they won and I picked them, yeah. And you picked them, that's what I mean. (laughs) Oh, it was it was a piece of cake. Just you know, two or three missed field goals, and we we were right there. We had them all the way. So we had them worried. Yeah, <laughs> we did have them. We had them worried. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll be talking about that as well. And um, we we I guess we'll probably mention a little bit too uh, some college football because now things are loosening up a little bit as we go and. I think uh, we're going to get to see more football in Middle Tennessee State. And, uh, you know, UT's around the corner. And Vanderbilt's, uh, I think they're going to play. I'm not sure. But uh, they've had a real tough time of it. And, uh, Clark, the high school scene, we're, we're at the halfway point just about. Well, I was getting ready to say the same thing. We went from worrying if we're going to get to play to, gosh, we're talking midseason already. It, it does fly, doesn't it? I mean, it seems like uh, it, it just was yesterday we were having that discussion, and uh, now we're at the at the point. And I, I think this is a good good time, a good point when we come back from break to talk a little bit about where everybody stands and in the standings. Not only that, but also like um, with personnel, how things are going, and we'll kind of get an update from everybody about some of these teams that uh, we have. Of course, uh, we've got uh, Laverne and Stewart's Creek tomorrow night, and uh, that'll be um, our uh, game of the week. Yeah, from the den. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Wolverine den. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't been there in a while, have you? It's been a long time, really. Uh, I remember the last time we were there, We it, it was just the two of us again, uh, just like it is this year. Um, for some reason, there were yeah. just two of us. And, it's uh, been a while. We have, have done some games, but a lot of those have been on the road for Laverne. So, Well, I, I, hold on to your hats because we're going to be talking all about that as we continue with Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on this Thursday evening. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, Vans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Vans will be there with trained technicians. Vans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and hope you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU Dairy at Las Casas Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casas Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. 
Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We fulfill all your tax preparation needs from individual returns to corporations and handle any of those scary letters you may get from the IRS. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard, Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. This is a paid legal ad. Big truck injury cases are more complicated than traditional car accident cases. Big trucks have to follow specific federal regulations, and our law firm knows that law. To aid our clients, we also work with experts in the fields of accident reconstruction and the evaluation of damages. If you or a family member has been involved in a trucking accident, you need a lawyer who focuses on representing people injured in trucking accidents. You need the law offices of John Day, 615-867-9900. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back uh, to Primetime Sports, presented by our friends at Ideas T, Brian. Exactly. They are ready for the big uh, Blue Raider game this weekend. But if you're not, if you need to get some Blue Raider gear, you need to head over to Raider Tees. And that's 910 Richley Road. Ideas Tees operates Raider Tees, and they've got everything you need, blue and white, plus um, Purchase over 50 bucks, get you a Blue Raider Nation tee while those supplies last. So you need to stop on by. Uh, whether maybe you want to get ready for the cooler fall, or fall weather that uh, is around the corner, or even the cold weather that we'll have with some games later on, you need to stop by at Raider Tees. Plus, if you've got screen printing, embroidery needs, uh, specialty items, with your uh, school or civic organization, or maybe you're just your uh, kid's t-ball team. They can take care of all of that for you at Ideas Tees. 910 Ridgely Road, online at ideastees.com. We've got a, a situation here where we're getting close to the end of the baseball season. We're like within, I guess, what, 12, 13 games now, Rod? Indeed. We've got about two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, so NBA is getting close. Uh, they're going to put the baseball in a bubble as well, aren't they? I think. Uh, I heard something about that. You know, an alternate site. Yeah, and I, I think uh, they've survived to this, really, to this point. I haven't looked at it yet. I just saw a little headline go across. Yeah, I believe they've got it uh, maybe at three or four different locations, and that's it. So um, you know, the, they'll be playing the playoffs and I, a little different format i think uh, there won't be as many days off between um playoff games clark in fact you know like you played the best three out of five or whatever it is you'll be playing without any uh you're not going to take days off to go play home and home and i think because of the, the neutral site you're going to just be there and you're going to be ready to play and uh which will affect pitching a lot i think clark well the fans Aren't going to like it, especially if your team's in it and you can't be there, obviously. But I think the neutral sites for us viewers, we're going to like that because, you know, waiting two or three days is always a pain, you know, waiting for your team to play next. But, yeah, pitching is going to be prime. But we all know what happens when playoffs come. You just try to get about four or five innings out of your starter max and then it's all bullpen, which is – Scary for some teams. Well, what you do want to play for, though, is that high seed, though, because you get to host that uh, uh, wild card series. And if you host the wild card series, you host all the games. They're not going back and forth on those. So, I, I mean, I, I think that's kind of a, a big carrot to get to not have all that travel and wear and tear on you. Well, and you're also going to have uh, a situation where without any days off in between, the the bullpen may be taxed a little more than normal, Rod. You know, you could always uh, go to that bullpen every single game because you had a couple of days off in between. Uh, but that won't be happening this year, will it? 
So it's going to be depth is going to be the big key. Yeah. How how good is your final group that you have in the bullpen? So whoever has that best best depth is going to have a little advantage, especially if you get into the seven game series. And and it looks like Clark, we're going to have people that are under five hundred when they get to those playoffs too. It looks it looks as if I think there were six teams of everybody that that were over five hundred. Well, I mean, you've got the Giants in right now, and you know even. Even my Reds, after winning a couple games, uh, you know, increased their percentages uh, of getting in. But, yeah, under 500 teams. And what will happen is one of those under 500 teams will make a run. That's true. And uh, whoever gets hot, I think it's going to be important with this. Yeah. The, uh, just so everybody knows, the National League Division Series, they're going to play uh, one side of the bracket in Arlington, Texas, and the other side in Houston. And then um, on the uh, American League side, they're going to play in San Diego and in Los Angeles. And then they'll play the uh, ALCS in San Diego and the NLCS in Arlington before then the Rangers host the uh, World Series as well. So going to get a lot of use out of that new Arlington, Texas stadium. Yeah, that's – They got uh, hotels right there. Yeah, (laughs) right. And I think that was part of the reasoning for that too. Well, I along think, with the Rangers, Rangers being in dead last place, so no chance of playoffs. Yeah, I think the the good thing about it is we've, we're going to accomplish it. You know, I think we're going to we're in the home stretch, and I think it's going to happen. NBA as well. The NFL seems to be uh, a pretty good shape as well. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more in, the, in our next segment. But uh, just the mere fact that they've been able to get the season out of the way and, and get it done. Uh, it's credit to a lot of people, really, because um, we were so dire there at one point. But uh, they've really done, a, I think, a, a wonderful job of getting everything um, ready and how they did it. You know, uh, when the uh, – I think it was Houston and um, maybe the Cardinals. I guess the Cardinals, too, uh, Rod. They Five were having – Yeah, they were having really a lot of problems. But they've been able to catch the uh, double headers up, and 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 that hadn't hurt them too bad, I don't think. It's starting to right now. They got three this week. This will be the second one. They're going double headers Monday, which they already did split. They got one, two today, and then two Friday. And there seemed like last few games you had a pitcher getting injured and out. There's been two or three of those, so I think it's going to take its toll. Well, I know, but the Cardinals will get in barely, and then they'll win the World Series. Uh, you know, that's the way it always goes. But, uh, Clark, uh, just hats off to all the, everybody that's uh, been able to get this done, and, and at least uh, we're going to get to see some semblance, hopefully, of a World Series. Well, you know, at every level right now, things we're hearing, I mean, they're not letting anybody in that bubble uh, without a lot of testing going on. I may have mentioned last week a friend of mine who works for the Titans, they've been getting tested every single day for weeks now. I mean, even on off days, he has to drive to Nashville and get tested every single day. And But I guess it's the only way to do it, isn't it? I mean, really, I mean, that's the only uh, feasible way to get, get these games in. Well, and nobody wants, wants one in their building or in their facilities because then you don't know how quickly it can spread. Yeah, and uh, – on the on the high school scene, I know there have been some instances of uh, people having to either postpone a game or that kind of thing. But overall, I think the the news is good, Rod. Yes, I mean we had a lot more games than we. Of course, we haven't. In fact, uh, I think of course it was it uh, Middle Tennessee Christian lost one last week. But uh, the high percentage of games that are getting involved is, is good. The atmosphere is good, it's, and I think it's good for parents and fans to get out and see the kids and really haven't had too many situations, especially here in the county. We haven't uh, known them too much going on. Brian, I'd hate to be the TSSAA, though, when they start looking at records yeah. for postseason play. I don't – I kind of – I feel sorry for them a little bit and why they're going to have to do that. Uh, and I think it's going to – I mean, there could possibly be some issues in there because, you know, let, let's take, for instance, Cane Ridge – they get in there and they they win five games in a row uh, and are five and zero in region play. Uh, you know how do they fit in there if they're in a tiebreaker situation with 
say Smyrna because they didn't play head to head and you know or something like that. I, I know I, yeah, I think they're going to play. Could but, be a lot of coin flipping. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to break those ties. And you know, each each region has its own rules and uh, of how they how they do that. Um, I think the most disappointing thing is that um, I know Metro is going to get back at it, but. Davidson County, or rather Shelby County, announced this week that they're not going to play. They're not going to be any fall sports there. And um, I have a feeling that this goes into the little back and forth with Shelby County and the TSSAA. And I'm even hearing now that basketball season may be in jeopardy uh, in the Memphis area. So it, it could really change the landscape of high school sports this year if that's what they do. It's really, uh, you know, I. I'm for, I'm for everybody being safe and everything. It, it really is a shame, though, that they're not going to be able to play. And even if they do that to basketball, too, that's that's you know I hate it for the kids. Right. I, I know everybody right. wants that's to be safe. That's where it's unfair to is the kids. And it's like yesterday we got to eat with Eli. Is, you know he's really happy. The team hasn't won a game yet, but it's good for the kids to get into a normal function. It's healthy for them, and I think they're hurting the kids. Uh, at, by not giving them a chance, because I think our teams have done an outstanding job in protecting the kids and tracing. And if something happens, they'll shut down a game. We saw, we've seen a couple of them happen, but they're keeping their, they're keeping people safe. Well, I think what you're seeing is that um, that some of this has become political. I, I mean, honestly, in this situation with Shelby County and and the TSSAA, there's a little bit of that that's added into it, and you know. That's that's just a shame that that it's come down to that. Well, Clark, you, we get into basketball, okay, and there are a lot more games played in basketball. I mean, a lot, and they play a lot of tournaments. They play on the road a lot of that. I, I see that scenario changing a little bit in this uh, in this COVID era, in terms of uh, how many games they'll play. Uh, will they try to just get the the district games in and that kind of thing, and maybe some less games? mainly because of the travel part of it, I would think. Well, I think you're absolutely right. I don't think you'll see teams traveling very much at all. Um, and I've, I've always been like, if we can just get district done, let's get district done. I'm with you on that. Um, it's just hard. You know, it's hard because the coaches want, want the games, but you take the games you can get. Yeah, I, I think we're at the point, Brian, we can't be choosy here. I mean, we're, we're going to have to do what we – possibly can do and it may not be as much as it, it's been in the past but uh you know there are a lot of decisions to be made with basketball i would think yeah i mean basketball is such a long season it starts in mid-november and then you know you go to february do you shorten the season is it is it district only if you do just district only do you start after the first of the year don't even have any uh, in november and december um, you know, teams like to host, and and these are money makers. They they host these tournaments in uh, December and some around Thanksgiving to um, to invite teams in from all over. Do you keep that away? Do you, do you keep travel down? I mean, there's there's a lot that's going to have to come out here pretty soon about the about basketball. And I think the concern is that it's indoors. It's it's a different animal than we've had to deal with in in the fall sports because all that's been outside, it, with the exception of volleyball. Yeah, and how have they done volleyball, guys? I'm, I I know there's been some crowd there, uh, but I, I don't know the official you know word of how they've done that. Well, I know that I went to a Riverdale game. You know, the spacing in the gym was was good for the, the fans. Of course, obviously, you don't have as many fans as you have at a basketball game. The players on the sidelines were spaced out. So, you know, that's the other thing is if we do basketball, looking at the logistics of the gym itself. Mm -hmm. I know we're cutting the number of fans in the football stadium. So I would predict, a, you know, a very small amount of people in a gym – at one time and i know people may think it's different in football there's a lot of you know players close up but in basketball there's no helmet i mean you're riding somebody's space and if you're talking about guarding somebody versus just even tackling there is a little bit of a difference well that's true and uh, I, I i don't know it's been kind of quiet on that front rod in terms of uh what the basketball season is going to look like well, the thing too, you know, like Clark was mentioning, is you're going to, defensively and offensively, you're going to be a lot closer to your opponent. 
football, you come out, you're there for just a short time and play goes, then you're back, uh, you know, in your huddle. And, uh, and so that you don't have that, you know, plus you're out in the air, there's less tri- likely to have any kind of uh, transmission. But uh, basketball is a much tighter situation. Being indoors, like Brian mentioned, uh, it's going to we're probably going to have a smaller percentage than what we do for football as far as attendance. And I know uh, they want you to have masks if you're in a group, but like if you're in a group, it's just all family and you're away from everybody else outside. You don't, you don't feel like it's a big deal, mask on, but I think indoors, you're gonna, it's going to be a big deal. If you don't have the mask on, you may have to leave. All right, we're going to continue our discussion here as we continue with Primetime Sports presented by IDSTs. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year round. We service all major brands and, in most cases, offer same day service. Call us today at 615 890 1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. I'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long-term. We provide the tools for a disciplined approach to investing. Call 615-907-7056 for an opportunity to discuss your situation. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. If you're thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom, come see us at Carpets by Osborne. Carpets by Osborne is a family-owned business, and we stand behind our work. Carpets by Osborne, with you every step of the way. I'm Brad Bug. And I am Heather Guerin. Carpets by Osborne specializes in commercial flooring and commercial projects. Visit our spacious showroom at 1402 Northwest Broad Street. Next to Tire World. Or we are happy to come to you. Carpets by Osborne. Parmesan, Asiago, and fresh mozzarella. All this cheesing is rather pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, tastes like a million bucks. The pepperoni cheeser cheeser at Little Caesars. Little Caesars just introduced crazy bread stuffed with melted cheese. Don't do it! It's too crazy! New stuffed crazy bread with crazy sauce. Oh, it's crazy. On Memorial Boulevard, Warrior Drive, Franklin Road, and Rutherford Boulevard. Pizza, pizza. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, there. Do I have a hi now? Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back uh, to Primetime Sports, presented by our friends at Ideas Tees, Brian. Exactly. They are ready for the big uh, Blue Raider game this weekend. But if you're not, if you need to get some Blue Raider gear, you need to head over to Raider Tees. And that's 910 Richley Road. Ideas Tees operates Raider Tees, and they've got everything you need, blue and white, plus um, Purchase over 50 bucks, get you a Blue Raider Nation tee while those supplies last. So you Back need here to on Primetime Sports, presented uh, by Ideas Tees, John, Brian, Rod, Clark, all here. And we've been talking about COVID and how it's going to affect things. Uh, last, uh, what say, on Monday night, we had football late, but uh, the Titans defeated uh, Denver uh, in a close one. What differences did you see? Because we very rarely win an opener. 
You know, we I think every two years we we win an opener. But uh, what did you see, or did you get a chance to see? I'm not sure that all you you know, Clark. I don't know if you could stay up that late, but um, I saw a little bit different type of of Titans team than I've seen in the past, and and meaning number one, quarterback leadership, uh, keeping everybody calm. Uh, I thought Simmons was really really tough. Um, I saw. A solid ground game, not a spectacular, but uh, you know Derrick Henry's a slow starter, but he got over 100 yards. But I saw uh, Corey Davis. I thought played an impressive game. Uh, something I haven't seen from him. Uh, what What are your takes on the Titans, uh, Rod? Uh, to me, they they look solid. You know, not spectacular yet, but I thought especially their uh, play action passing game really worked well. I noticed they tried to start that the game out with it. And like you mentioned, Davis, I think that's by far the best game I've seen him have. And that one where they reviewed where he got his feet in on that uh, touchdown drive, you know, was, was an outstanding effort on his part. Uh, to me, their offensive line looked solid. Last year at this time, it was pretty, yeah. pretty weak. Yeah. And uh, the fact, I mean, I'll, I'll, 40-some attempts and passes and only one sack. And uh, Well, that's that's, so that, that's what I thought was the most impressive to me was the offensive line. He looked at back. He could look at two different receivers. You know, I, I, I thought he did have some rollouts. I thought uh, Tannehill did a, a good job of uh, kind of finding some spots. But, um, you know, I thought it was a solid game. Uh, the kicking, uh, they got Gostowski, and let's face it, he's great. I mean, he's been great. I don't know what the situation, why he missed those, but I think it got in his head a little bit too. But he kicked one when he needed one, Clark. Well, he did because he missed enough to get to that point. <laughs> uh, I knew you were we going to be like that. Okay. <laughs> we should have never been that. Okay, his first game, I'll give him first game jitters, but they're going to have to turn around very quickly and get this, uh, I think, their offense straightened up where they don't you know, shoot themselves in the foot because – you know, you got a Jacksonville team coming in this week. We need that win uh, definitely to get ahead of them. But if you look at their schedule, it gets pretty rough after that. They yeah. go to Minnesota. They got Pittsburgh. They got Buffalo. And they got Houston. There's four weeks after next week that are very difficult on their schedule. And even Denver was defensively are, is, a, is a pretty tough opponent to go there and play i mean that that's that was no cupcake either um well they probably stopped them more than anybody else last year yeah they just have a good front seven that uh, does a good job and made Derek had to really work to get those yards you know but uh and but the other thing is i mean you're getting late in the game first game of the season you haven't had any scrimmages and all that you're going to be gassed for air up at mile high stadium and I, to be able to take that last drive and take it down the field, uh, I mean, that was impressive when you realize that they're probably gassing. Everybody's kind of gassed for error at that point. Well, here's what I was thinking while I was watching the game. I'm sitting there going, well, it's the Titans again. You know, they missed the extra point. They missed the field goal. I go, well, there we go. It's the same old Titans. And uh, so I, I went back to another game, and then I looked back, and – they were moving down the field, and that was, that shocked me. And the fact that they got it in the end zone shocked me even more. But, you know, I thought the Denver coach should have called some timeouts while they were going down the field to give them some time left. I think he helped them by not calling any timeouts, and he didn't have anything left with 13 seconds to go. I mean, there was no time left. Well, that was the strategy of him missing those field goals, so that guy wouldn't call timeout then. He thought, you know, they'd better get down the kick, they had it. Rod's got a silver lining and Clark's shaking his head, so there you go. Uh, yeah, so you think they're they, you think they're a little bit away here, Clark, from from uh, being where they were last year at the end. Well, I mean, like I said, first game I'll give it to them, but I mean they should be putting up with Tannehill, Henry, and their receivers. They need to be putting up about 30 points a game. Yeah, and they went down the field several times. You know, they 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 had good drives and then they would settle for field goals. Well, if you can't get you can't kick the field goal, uh it gets come zeros on the board and that makes a big big difference in, in how you how you're going to play the rest of the game. Well, I kind of thought 
you know, being the uh, optimist that I am with the Titans, that it was over, that it was mm-hmm. just not going to happen. And so I was pleasantly surprised to see, kind of like what uh, Rod mentioned, that, that they were able to, to dig deep and, and get that last drive. Um, you know, I, I, I think we're going to see a little rust, though, Rod here probably for a couple of weeks. I mean, without any preseason and just to throw them right into a game. But when you start talking about division play, like with Jacksonville, that that's a rough way to go. It is. And the thing is, when you start playing live and you haven't really been playing that much live, it's a lot more physical. I know our high school kids uh, were shocked when they started they played their first scrimmage of a real game the difference in what what happens then when you don't have contact. Uh, it, it takes a little time, but, uh, I mean, there's things I liked about it. I mean, there was clutch plays. Uh, Bayard got a, a nice uh, – knocked the ball loose, and Simmons recovered. And that goal line stand, to me, was probably the difference. Yeah. In the game. And – Let's rate them. Let's uh, rate the quarterback play. You know, we 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 had Tannehill, uh, Clark. What did what did you think? Well, I mean, he looked really good, like Rod said, with the play action pass and him being able to run. And he runs smart. No offense to Mariota, he didn't run smart sometimes, but uh, Tannehill runs smart. He takes, you know, he makes good decisions. And you know, having Henry as a threat, they're going to use that all season long. So I thought, you know, I thought Tannehill looked really good. His receivers have got to help him a little bit. I didn't feel like they made some catches they should have made. You know, uh, uh, AJ was was pretty good, but I didn't I didn't think he had his best game either. Uh, I thought Davis played well, but one thing Denver's I think between Tannehill and Mariota is that Tannehill's always looking down the field. Even when he runs, he rolls out. He if he's got an opening and there's nobody open, but he's always looking down the field. I think yeah. Tannehill, Tannehill is one that the game is slow for him. He, in other words, he can see things. Mm-hmm. I think the game was too fast for Mariota visually to really figure out what really was happening. Well, I think he's struggling a little bit at Vegas. To be honest with you, right now, I think he didn't have a very good practice session down there in the spring or whatever so uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that but uh, I, I think the Titans are pretty solid at everywhere they need to be well they definitely got to like I said improve from week one to week two because we do not need to let Jacksonville get a game up on us no we got too far behind in division let's switch to football college football a second uh, MTSU with a big game against Troy, Brian. Yeah, the battle for the Palladium, part one in this uh, regular season. Our pregame will start at 1.30 on Saturday with a 3 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Floyd Stadium, uh, about 7,000 uh, allowed into the stadium with 1,000 of those reserved for students. Uh, I, I think a lot of folks, I heard ticket sales have been going pretty good for that. So, uh, I, I think um, a lot of folks will in, enjoy that. But I tell you what, uh, Coach Stockstill mentioned on his uh, radio show on Tuesday, um, ready to get this really bad taste out of our mouth. And he, he mentioned that a couple of times. And, Clark, I, I really have a feeling that they they want to come back out and prove that that was really not a good representation of what they have uh, at Middle Tennessee, uh, the Army game. Well, as far as preparation, I know uh, Coach Stocks will probably appreciate it, but him, I can just see him at home just aggravated to death, chomping at the bit to get to this game because you want to get that taste out of your mouth. And, you know, Troy's Troy's not going to be an easy out for middle Saturday. I mean, they've got a high-powered offense coming to town. And so, you know, defensively, they've got to improve this, this week. Yeah, I think that the you know the defensive side of the ball may be a very high scoring game. And my question, uh, Rod, is are we going to be able to match them offensively, I, I, uh, or or is there you know turnovers always play a key in a game like that? But um, I, I think this is a really really big game for Middle Tennessee. It is because you want to really get the attention of your fans. Like they said, it was bad taste in their mouth. Uh, and the Troy game has always been a exciting game, and that will always will help us get a better performance too. That's that's an old rivalry that you've faced before. Uh, 
they've always got good athletes, and I think they have a little bit, little bit higher reputation nationally than uh, middle. Middles are just a little bit below them. Uh, so you know, it's going to be a big game, and if they could pull out a win, that makes things look 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 a lot better down down the stretch. I want to switch to high school here before we're going to have picks in picks here and just after the break. But in in high school football last week, uh, I'm going to give you a second to think about this question. But what was a big surprise for you? What game surprised you most by either the score or the um, the difference in the score? Uh, what was a game that uh, you you felt like kind of uh, was a little different or maybe uh, surprised you? We'll start with you, Clark. Well, I think. Blackman still struggling to offense is a really big concern. I mean, other than, you know, last week, uh, you know, they're, they're having a hard time putting points on the board. And then, but I'll also give credit to Stewart's Creek for putting 24 up on Oakland. You don't see a uh, team scoring 24 on the Patriots. Now, they, I'm not saying uh, coach was nice to Stewart's Creek for scheduling them, but, uh, you know, 24 is a lot of points for Oakland. Rod? I think uh... – the Riverdale score, because I mean, that was a tough game with them and Smyrna. They both have a lot we mentioned last week. Both have good lines, uh, good running backs, uh, solid quarterbacks. Uh, but to pull out and win forty to twenty, that I think uh, they have may have improved the most from this beginning of the season to this point. Well, I know that offensive line for Riverdale, and and with those two backs they have. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta worry about them. It's not, it's not something you can just say, uh, okay, well, we can hold them. I mean, they're, they're, they're probably going to score some points because uh, those two guys and they, they have fresh legs all the time, Clark. Well, I mean, three hundred and sixty-seven yards last week. That's a lot of, a lot of yardage, a lot of time off the clock. And I think Riverdale, with that, you know, having a young quarterback, Holcomb's doing a good job. But I mean, if if they're getting chunks of yardage like they did last week, you know they're going to keep calling those run plays. Brian, we'll wrap things up with you. Your your thoughts from last week? Well, um, I I kind of keep going back to the Blackman Independence game. Um, you know, Blackman had some problems carry over in terms of penalties and and turnovers, and man, sometimes those are, are hard to to break free from. And, um, you know, they did wind up scoring in that game against Independence, but I really thought that that would have been a, a much closer game. And I know their schedule does uh, become much more favorable and maybe an opportunity for them to get some things worked out because they've got some really tough games to come in, in district play if they want to finish, uh, you know, uh, in, in the top half here and, and make a little playoff run. And, um, you know, they've, they've got Oakland and, and Riverdale still left on the schedule. And so I, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Hartsfield does with that. But I was a little surprised at the, the margin of victory by independence. Well, that's not the only surprise that happened last week because we're fixing to have pigskin picks. And there was a real shock that went down <laughs> the pigskin pick area. And we're going to talk about that when we continue here with Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. And if you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Stop in Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church and discover what those of us who love Sir Pizza already know. It's good to the very edge. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. Yes, they take individual photos, but what you may not know is if there's a school event, Loveless is probably there. Sports, choirs, plays, homecoming, band, prom, graduation, the list is endless. And you can view those memories at lovelessphotography.com. Spend some time online, lovelessphotography.com. Check all of their galleries, 615-890-1558. 
You've heard people say, you know your work by your name. But there's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. We're at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard talking with Stacy Potts Orphis. And if it's on, under, or inside of a vehicle, they can work on it. We do anything from small engine repairs to installing engines and transmissions. Still even just your simple everyday things like oil changes, brakes, all suspension work, anything related to drivability concerns, emissions testing. Plus tires and alignment at Jerry Potts Car Care on Southgate Boulevard near the county school board office. 867 and the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. The guys, we're here, we're ready to listen to, of course, the results from Pigskin Picks from last week. And obviously, I don't want to make a big thing out of it, but I've got a feeling there's new two new leaders on the leaderboard. I, I, I don't know that for sure, but I haven't got the final uh, stats in. Well, let me go back to last Friday night, standing in the Riverdale uh, press box, and a couple of guys were worried about the picks. And I said, oh, no, you ain't got to worry. Little did I know how true I was that y'all had nothing to worry about. It was just me and Rod well, had something to worry about. Here's here's what inspired us. Here's what inspired us, Brian. I think you'll agree with me. There was a comment made on last week's show during Pigskin Picks where he says, you know, he didn't want to go with us. A certain person with a beard said, a white beard, mm. he said, <laughs> I want to go with the champion. I'm going with the champion. Uh-huh. Well, well, I just I guess that philosophy is going to backfire on him this time. I don't know. I don't know what he'll do this week. But Who I'm, knows? I don't know either yet. <laughs> let's hear the results. That's what I want to hear, Commissioner. Well, I will give credit where credit is due. You know, I smarted off last week, and that's what I get for doing that. Uh, there's a historic run. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've got two gentlemen <laughs> on a 17-0 run. Yes. 17-0 run. Yeah, well. So Brian Barrett has leaped in the first place at twenty-eight and six, followed closely behind by Mr. John Dinkins at twenty-seven and seven. Brian hasn't been in first place since two thousand and four. And four? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. He's there now. He, he's, he's got the pressure now. Oh no! I thought we were tied. I thought we were going to. I thought you were. <laughs> no, you go were first. one game up on me. <laughs> oh dang! One game up. I'm running in third, mm. and then Roz. In the cellar, unfortunately, for Rock. Oh. In two weeks, I've gone from first to last. Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, the way the Cardinals do. Okay. <laughs> so I thought for sure the Titans were going to ruin that perfect run, but we lucked out there this week. So how many games in front are, are is Brian of you, Clark? Is that two games? Two. Two? And I guess Rod's what, five? Three. Three. Okay. Oh! Or four. Four. Okay, four. four. Ooh. Got a long, right. long... Clark beat me on the Rockville game. I think it was long, long right. way, to, long way so, to go there, Rod. Woo. Yep, yep. So make sure that we're correct here. Brian's twenty-eight and six. You're twenty-seven and seven. I'm twenty-five and eight. And Rod's twenty-two and twelve. 
Mm. Wow. So, and he was just in first last week? Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Two weeks ago. I'm, oh, okay. Two I'm going with the champion. I didn't crash that fast. I, I'm going with the champion. That's what I'm doing. I'm going with the champion. Yeah, okay. Well, we've got 10 games this week, Oof. and we've got a Blackman team we just talked about trying to find their way, and a Warren County team that's 4-0. I don't know when the last time Warren County's been 4-0. So, Brian, you're up. Well, they're going to get their first loss this week. I'm going to go with the Blackman Blaze. All right. Very confident. Mm. Number one suits you well, doesn't it? (laughs) Looks good on you there, buddy. Uh, I'm going with uh, my partner, uh, my broadcasting partner, uh, Brian Barrett. I'm going to go with the Blackman Blaze. So this is what – Following the coattails is like, I'm going with the Blazing Blaze. <laughs> like he's never done it. You had one year, remember? <laughs> you followed three of us. Oh. Well, I'm going to follow Clark. The goal of course. <laughs> Good choice, Rod. Good choice, Rod. We can't get farther behind. All right, next, Riverdale and their running game heads to Rockville for their first road game. Riverdale's been at home the first four games. Yeah, right. it'll be nice to, to for them to get on the road and, and figure out what that's like and just drive a couple of miles up the road. Um, you know, Riverdale is, is Riverdale uh, this year, especially with um, playing uh, a second-year program. I'm going to have to go with the Warriors in this one. Uh, I'm going with Riverdale. I'm going with my wife's team as well. You better. Rod. We've lost Rod. Have we lost Rod? Warriors. All right. Rod's going with the Warriors. All right. All right. We're trying to get Siegel off with the the Warriors. All right. Sounds good. My wife will be happy. Everybody agrees with her. Siegel is on the road trying to get off the snide at 0 4 at Coffee County, Brian. Man, I think this has. um, the makings of a really good game. This is one of the toughest picks, I think, of the week. Um, I, I, I think it's a toss-up, but um, I'm going to give the home team, Coffee County, a, a slight advantage just being at home. But it's I think it could go either way. I'm going to go with Coffee County. All right. Notice how quiet gonna... and reserved I am during this? Yeah. You're right, you're right in the perfect zone, aren't you? Yes. All right, I'm going to – I'm going to stick with the Stars. I think it's time for them to put it all together. Ryan? I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to go with Clark. I'm going to go with the Stars. All right. All right. got to get a win for the Stars. Oakland is hosting Cookville, a very good team, but it seems like a broken record. Cookville starts out strong, has some wins, and they come make the Rutherford run and start struggling. So, Heading to Oakland. Yeah, they're they're going to run out pretty quick against the Patriots. I'm going with Oakland. Uh, Oakland's just got too many weapons for Cookville to take care of. I will go with the Oakland Patriots. Well, if he was kind last week, Coach Creasy, to Stewart's Creek, I don't think he's going to be as kind as Cookville this week. No, I agree. Yeah, and I'm going to go with Oakland. I don't think Cookville can stop him. All right. I think this is a tough pick right here. Stewart's Creek and the Laverne. I do, I do too. Um, and being at Laverne, I, I, it, it's a huge region game, man. I tell you, just um, I think it's going to be very close uh, football game. But I'm going to go with the Red Hawks and a squeaker. I think the Red Hawks' defense is just a little bit better, a notch or two above Laverne's. I think both teams offensively are are pretty good. In fact, maybe Laverne might even be better than Stewart's Creek's, but I think uh, Stewart's Creek's defense is going to make the difference. I'm going with the Red Hawks. Well, you know, Laverne's going to be giving the ball a lot uh, to their running game, to Banner, but I do think Stewart's Creek's got a little bit too much offensively for Laverne. Well, believe it or not, I think John was right. Uh, Stewart's Creek's defense is better. What? Uh, Laverne, what was that scrapped for? <laughs> Jeez. Laverne, Laverne and Lebanon had a total of 141 yards between the two last week, so there was no defense last week. So I'm going to go with Stewart's Creek. 
You know, he we used to work together. Mm. I don't I don't understand. I really don't. What's with the Clark thing? I'm gonna follow you, Clark. I don't you know it's like He's following me down the hill, that's the problem. Against my own will, I'm gonna go with you, John, on this one. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Eagleville with a big win, their first win last week over Pickett County, fifty two to nothing. Host community. Uh two in a row. I, I think uh the Eagles will even up their record with this one. Go Eagles. I think so as well. I think uh, offensively they got too much for community. And I agree with everybody else. All right. Middle Tennessee Christian is back to playing this week. They've got Grace Baptist coming in out of Chattanooga. So being at home, I think we'll we'll do them well. They've had a couple of weeks here now um, to work on this. I'm I'm going to go with MTCS at home in this one. Oh, I think uh, Milton C. Chris School will bounce back. They'll they'll win this game tonight or tomorrow night, whatever. Yeah, tomorrow night. Right. Yeah. I'm, just just, I'm just go follow. Cougars on that one. Just follow Clark yeah. Rod. Okay. Oh, you're gonna. Okay, I'll follow Clark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Smyrna actually has a game that had a game, didn't have a game. They've got a game. They're going to the new school over at Green Hill. Well, Green Hill has been a punching bag, unfortunately, this first year. So. Smyrna at Green Hill. Yeah, I, I did find out. I, I thought they were just playing a JV schedule, but they weren't. But they had some some openings. But um, be a good bounce back for the Bulldogs after a, a tough game against Riverdale. So I'm going with Smyrna. I think uh, Smyrna will have no problem, and uh, they'll they'll pick up the win. Yeah, I, I just you know Green Hill trying, and I give Green Hill credit for picking these games up, but Smyrna's just got too much for them. Well, Smyrna's going to get it going again. So they'll use this to get them set for the big part of their schedule. All right, on to the college ranks. MTSU, a bounce-back game against Troy. Man, Troy's going to be tough. Um, I know it will be a home game. Uh, These these games are always very close, and uh, I think you could flip a coin here. But I'm going to go with uh, Troy – in a close one. Well, I'm gonna. I, I think it'll be close too. And the only reason I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, did you say MTSU? I said Troy. Troy. Mm, that makes it different. Ooh. 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 Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with Troy. I think. Uh, I think Brian's right because he is the champion right now. I think Middle's gonna have to do something here, though. I don't. I think. You hate to put your whole season on a second game of the year, but I think people expected us not to to play well against Army, but we don't need another home opener go down the tube. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on MTSU on this one. I find we've uh, had a lot of trouble with Troy. I'm sure they have the winning record over the last few years between the two. So I'm gonna go with Troy. Mm. All right. Oh, didn't follow the former champion on that one. Mm. Trying to pick up gotta, a game, trying to get into third place. Okay. <laughs> I got to find a game to be different. All right. And then our Tennessee Titans hosting the Jaguars. Well, just the same philosophy that you mentioned about Middle Tennessee. Uh, I, I think this is an important game for the Titans at home and don't want to fall back in the division. So I'm going to go with the Titans. Fingers crossed. Well, the problem is there's not many. I don't think Nashville's allowing them to have anybody in the stands, right? I think that's right. And they leaks right now, yeah. for right now. Uh, Minshaw picked them apart last year in the game and really put a hurting on them. And then, of course, I've seen Derrick Henry also run over the Jaguar defense. So, with all that said, I'm going to go with the Titans for 2-0. and I'm with you, John. I think they play really well this week. I think uh, Coach Vrabel was very disappointed in their play last week, and I think they're just going to line it up and try to run it down Jacksonville's throat. I saw a lot of mental toughness out of uh, the Titans, and so I think uh, we're going to see a good game on their part, and we're going to take them apart. Wow. What confident picks this, this week, you know? We just really, Commissioner. I don't know. You're just firing us up, I guess. 
I think I'm fired up because Brian's in first place. I mean, I, I almost <laughs> cried when you said when you announced it that Brian was first. It's been 2004. It hasn't been that long, but I was very shocked. I, I thought we were tied, maybe, but all I know is we were undefeated. Well, how does the air feel up there, Brian? That's <laughs> a little thin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little scary back at the top, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, having to go first. Yeah, those picks, uh, those picks get kind of scary rough, for a while, yeah. doesn't it? All right, uh, those are pigskin picks, and uh, we'll check on next week. The commissioner will have all the updates for us on that as well. We're going to be back to wrap things up here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts on West Murfield Boulevard. Here with Brian Watson and you've got this reactor watch. Nothing else is built like it. It's made to be able to do what you want to do in it. That's actually guaranteed waterproof down to 100 meters. And a great warranty with the reactor watch. Two years, buckle to buckle. If you drop it in the middle of the street and run it over with your car, we'll send it in for you and they're going to take care of it. Guaranteed 48-hour turnaround from the time we send it off till we get it back. Jay Mullins Jewelry, 352 West Northville Boulevard, between Memorial and Sulphur Springs. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. This is Steve Martin at Steve Martin Construction. It may be a cliche, but home is where the heart is, and at Steve Martin Construction, we put our heart into every custom home we've built. It's the small things that make a house a home, and we understand that a little luxury can go a long way. You can see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I look forward to talking to you about building your dream home. Steve Martin Construction, 904-9639, and online at stevemartinconstruction.com. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-893-1417. Attention, former Murfreesboro Electric customers. You should get the last newsletter from Murfreesboro Electric. Save it. It is a great introduction to Middle Tennessee Electric. We're talking with Amy Byers. Well, who do we call if we have an outage? That's on here. How to report an outage is on the back of that sheet, and we are linked to their outage network now. And it also has how to set up your MTMC account. The place to go is mtmc.com. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue. Just one chance to eat it. I think you'll come back consistently all the time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just off South Church Street. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back here to Primetime Sports. Well, we've had pigskin picks. We've talked about the Titans. We've talked college football. We've talked, talked a little bit about everything, Brian. A little baseball. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been multitasking, you know, for the last two or three weeks. Yeah, so. I, I guess pretty quick we'll get to talk about some SEC football soon enough. Uh, yeah, you, you know, Rod, I, I almost forgot the NFL was starting. You know, it's been so weird year. Right, it, it is. I mean, they're, they're on time pretty much, aren't they? Yeah, they the are on time. Which is nice. It's nice to hear the morning sports shows. They're actually talking about a game that just happened instead uh, of talking about everything else. Well, that's true, too. And uh, Clark, uh, UT plays when? In December? When, when do they play? A week from Saturday. A week from Saturday. And they're catching who? South Carolina. Well, there's no, there's no wimpies in that schedule, is there? I mean, the way they've got it, you know. It is not for the – 
you know, if you're lacking hard, you don't want to play in the SEC for ten games. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of been a, that's going to be an unusual thing too. So I'm glad to see the Big Ten decided to they're going to play to, aren't to they? play. Yeah, and so um, I, it'll be a little more normal season for college football than we thought, maybe. Yeah. Uh, President Trump was on their doorstep or something, or said, "Please well, play." Apparently, something uh, he, like that. He, he told him. I, th- I think he he's been preaching to for him to play, and uh, so uh, I guess when you look at it, um, it's so important for college football players and quickly here uh, that they get a chance to play to show their wares. You know, they've got scouts, and I understand all that, but you know, they they want to play. They they want to be able to to show. Well, how good they are, and uh, uh, the way to do that is to play, Rod. Well, you've got one chance in life to do it, and they have that opportunity now. Most people don't even get to play at that level. Say, play for Ohio State, and this is your senior year. I mean, a chance for maybe a, a championship, and if you miss out on that, you, know, you can't make it up. Yeah, and uh, I just, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed, Clark, that uh, they can get through the season uh, as well. Well, you want everybody as always. We want kids to stay safe, stay healthy, you know. But like we talked about at the beginning of the show, all the protocols that we've seen other, you know, people do seems to be working. Yeah, that's and that's the good news. And, Brian, of course, uh, wrap us up here with a little bit of uh, what's going to happen over the weekend. All right. Uh, tomorrow night we'll be at Laverne for Stewart's Creek Laverne State Farm Prep Football, 6 o'clock, our Murphy's matchup, 6.30. You guys will have the primetime sports countdown to kickoff, sponsored by the law offices of John Day, and kickoff at 7 o'clock. Then Saturday morning, Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner begins at 8 a.m. It's followed by MTCS Cougar Corner around 10.15 Plus, Middle Tennessee football as they host Troy. 1.30 pregame, 3 o'clock for the kickoff from Floyd Stadium. Chip Walters and Wes Counts will have the game here on WGNS. All right, Clark, Rod, we'll talk to you tomorrow night uh, on the pregame show. And for Brian Barrett, Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, and John Dingens, this is Primetime Sports presented by Ideas T. So long, everybody. 